Hello, and welcome to the Journey With Your Soul podcast. I am your host, Candace Patrick. I am a spiritual traveler on a human journey, bringing magic to you to connect the dots, teach the science behind energy, tools, and practices, and to remind you how all things are connected so that you can take your power back and tune in deeper to your soul's desires. We will be chatting about my physical adventures across the country and the different magical experiences that happen when you open your heart to the world. We'll be discovering the metaphysical, the mystical, and the scientifical. All of this coming full circle to inspire and empower you to take radical responsibility in your life so that you can reach your goals and follow your soul path. My purpose here is to heal the planet one soul at a time by coming back to the energy of love. So thank you for being here and let's begin. Welcome back, beautiful soul. Thank you for being here. Today, I want to talk about grief. I know, not a super fun topic, but a lot of times when we're healing, it's not about the fun. It's about facing the discomfort. And that's what grief is all about. There's so many times in our life where we're taught to suck it up or to wipe your tears or to put on your big girl panties or to tough it up, you know? And what that is teaching us is to repress our emotions because it's not safe to be vulnerable. It's not safe to be emotional. And doing that completely blocks our feminine energy, which we have every single person has masculine and feminine energy inside of us. The masculine is the action-oriented, driven, getting things done energy. The feminine is the emotional, creative, flowing energy. When we're being taught to repress our emotions, we're repressing our feminine. And then as a society, we wonder why women are feeling unfulfilled and they're feeling lost and they're feeling confused and they're lacking joy in their life and they're lacking pleasure in their life in all the different ways. And it's because they've been taught to repress themselves emotionally. This happens to men and women. When the men are taught to repress their emotions and to be big, strong alpha male, they're blocking off their feminine energy, which is where they can relate to us. So repressing our emotions is doing nothing for us as a society, as couples, as humans trying to grow together. So we really need to stop repressing and suppressing our emotions. It's okay to not be okay. And I'm talking about grief because it's something that I've become very familiar with over this last year. So many people relate grief to death or a loss of a relationship or a friendship. And yes, that's totally, absolutely where grief can come from. But it can also come from setting boundaries and ending friendships that aren't serving you anymore. There's a level of empowerment and there's a level of grief that comes with that. There's grief that comes from losing your job or changing your job, even if it's an exciting new change. Sometimes we still grieve what was before. We can grieve things that are material. We can grieve things that we never actually had. We can grieve the past. We can grieve the future. Grief is an interesting thing. It's an interesting emotion. The biggest time that I see grief being repressed is when 
we're stepping out of our comfort zone and we're shedding those old layers of who we used to be. We're shedding the old person. We're releasing things that are no longer serving us and we're stepping out of that comfort zone. We're stepping into the discomfort. When we're uncomfortable because there's a fear of the unknown, we grieve. We grieve what used to be comfortable, even if it was toxic patterns. We grieve that old comfort food. We grieve that person that even though they knocked us down, we miss them. We grieve that comfortability that came from being uncomfortable. Grief doesn't have to look a certain way either. And that's what makes <laughs> this emotion so difficult to identify. Because a lot of times we feel you know, the anxious anxiety kind of feeling from it, or we feel the sadness or the depression. Uh, sometimes we feel the anger and we're identifying it as these different things instead of pulling it all together and realizing that it's actually grief that we're experiencing. And it's okay. It's okay to grieve. I feel like I spent more time in the last year experiencing grief in different ways as I continue to grow and shift relationships and set boundaries to protect my energy. Even from the beginning of last year, all the way through, I've grieved relationships, I've grieved changing homes and everything that I knew and was comfortable with. I grieved old practices, I grieved places that I had traveled and I felt so much joy and fulfillment at and had to leave. I've grieved loss of loved ones. I've grieved the past. I've grieved for little Candace. I've grieved in all the ways. And the funny thing about it is when you recognize that you're feeling off or you're feeling down, the first thing we typically try to do is ignore it. <laughs> um, or we try to raise our vibes again, which I'm an advocate for. But we can't truly raise our vibes without facing the emotion that we're experiencing. All we're doing is putting a band-aid on an issue and suppressing ourselves. So you can't use tools to raise your vibes if you're actually bypassing the emotion that you're feeling. We have to feel safe enough to experience that emotion. And sometimes that involves sitting in the discomfort, sitting in the dark, sitting in the void, I like to call it. Because sometimes there's a period of time where you're just not happy, you're not excited, you may cry randomly, it feels like a bout of depression. The more that you can stop and identify where this came from, what triggered this, was something said to you, was there a memory that surfaced, was there a loss of some sort? When you can get clear on your triggers, you can get clear on what you're actually feeling, because maybe it's not depression and you're trying to raise your vibes with essential oils to make you feel happier, maybe that's not actually what's going to fix it. Maybe you need to actually stop and sit and journal or meditate and think about what really actually is causing my emotion right now. Where did this come from and why is it happening? This is my number one way to get started working through emotional blockages that I experience. I pull out my journal and I write down, what am I feeling? The physical symptoms, the emotional symptoms, as best as I can identify, I write it down. And then I ask myself, why am I feeling this way? 
sometimes I don't know the answer. Sometimes I journal and it seems to be rambling in a million different directions because I can't pinpoint it and that's okay. And sometimes it's very clear what triggered this emotional and physical response in my body. Once you figure out what caused it, then you get to look at why. Why have I been triggered by this? What wound was just poked? This is where you can take your, your wounds and your healing to a whole nother level. When you can face and acknowledge the wounds that you have and accept that they're there, instead of pretending that they're not, we all have them. Acknowledge, accept, and only after that you can start taking action to raise your vibes. It may bring up more emotions when you <laughs> accept and acknowledge. You may be all up in your feels. That's okay too. Because every tear that you release is energy that was pent up waiting to release from your body. See, that's the thing with emotions. Emotions are energy in motion. When we are repressing them, they're just creating blockages in our system. These little areas of energy that we're holding onto instead of letting go of. And then we walk around throughout our day, throughout our life, wondering why we don't feel great or why we feel heaviness or why we feel blocked or stuck or lost. The energy has to be released. And it's not pretty. Sometimes it can be really ugly. Sometimes it's a lot more simple and light than you think it's going to be. Sometimes what you find out you're grieving isn't even something worth grieving about. Obviously we're doing it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's worth putting that energy into. And you look at it and you're like, oh, I don't need to be upset about that. Look at all the amazing things that have come because I let go of that. And boom, suddenly you start feeling better. Other times, like for me the other night, seemed like a perfect time to <laughs> jump into my emotional state and figure out what was really going on because I could feel something underlying, hopped into a meditation, and I grieved for three hours, like sobbing, wailing, grieving. And grieving for friends, for friends that I feel like I've separated from or that I felt like I had been forgotten with this move, which then pointed me right back to my inner child wound of not being seen. So you can take moments of truly diving into your emotions and turn them around into super healing experiences. When you confront why you're upset, you face it, step into that darkness, step into the uncomfortable, Allow it to come up, allow it to surrender, allow it to do whatever it needs to do in whatever way it needs to look, and then let it out. You may find discoveries about yourself that can be transformational. Grief can be beautiful. It can be super healing. And you may feel exhausted afterwards. I know I was. It took a good two and a half, three days to recover from that cry session because I was mentally and emotionally drained from it. And my first instinct was to raise my vibes. How can I pull myself back up? How can I be happy right now? And I started pulling out my oils and my crystals and all of my tools that I normally use to raise my vibes. But then I realized that I didn't have to be happy right now. I just grieved. I just went through an intense 
time. I gave myself permission to feel what I was feeling and to feel okay with what I was feeling, to feel okay in the discomfort. I told my family I was feeling down. So when I randomly started crying, they understood. I put myself out in nature where I could be alone and ground and connect to nature and energy and feel inspired by life again, because that always seems to work with me. Usually it works with most people because nature is such a soothing thing, but it wasn't to try and be happy again. It was just where my body flowed, where my energy took me. And by day three, I started feeling better again. I felt like I could talk to people again. I wanted to joke with my friends. I actually felt like doing some work. Things weren't as difficult because I allowed myself to actually heal through this whole process of experiencing grief. Stop putting band-aids on your emotions and start getting really clear about where they're coming from and why they're coming up. What wounds are being triggered? Where did these wounds come from? Where did they originate? How long have they been there? Why are they surfacing right now? What is going on in your life that is triggering these emotions? This is what is called shadow work. Spending some time in the discomfort, facing the shadows, knowing that it's probably not going to feel great, but getting to the truth of yourself. If you allow yourself to face your shadows, your grief can become a beautiful, cleansing, deeply transformative emotion. Allow yourself to feel it. Allow yourself to dig deeper. And allow yourself to understand. Surrender to it and keep breathing. If this message resonated with you today, please let me know. Share this podcast with your friends, your family, anyone who may be working through grief, anyone who may be in need of a different perspective on how to work through your emotions. I couldn't do this journey without you. Thank you for being here. I'll chat with you soon.